Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Dwarf's names fit their personalities. This pompous looking individual is Doc, the self-appointed leader of the group. And this little fellow is bashful. He's secretly in love with Snow White. And this funny face is Sneezy. He has hay fever. And old droopy eyes is called Sleepy. And happy here with a beaming smile. And old sourpuss here is grumpy, the woman hater. Wow. A little detail from Walt Disney way back in the day describing the seven dwarves. He does not explain why the rampant dwarfism in that uh, part of the world is so clearly an issue. Lead in the water. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, So, wow, that was charming, Michael. He told us it'd be charming, and it was. Uh, Back in a more innocent time. Hmm. Coming up, speaking of innocence and lack of it, a stratospheric rise in syphilis in the United States and what the symptoms are. How about the why? Why is there a stratospheric rise in syphilis? The fornicating? Hookup culture. No. The internet. (laughs) Social media. Mark Zuckerberg. Do you have syphilis? Stay tuned. I hope I don't. We'll tell you. I, I hope you don't, too. Oh, although I'm unlikely to catch it, uh, you know, it's worth knowing, and we will get to that eventually. Uh, you know, I've been struggling to come up with a, a name for what's going to follow. I, I thought of uh, Homeless Digest, although homeless is a term. It's a political term. It's a persuasive term designed to convince you that there's a certain unavoidability to all the people living on the streets mm. in American cities. 
Um, I will occasionally throw around the term bums and junkies. Um, not that everybody on the streets is a bum nor a junkie, but that the folks who had a medical bill they couldn't pay lost their job, etc., um, but they're decent human beings who are just down on their luck. They are almost never a problem. Um, and so the vast majority of the issues we talk about don't have anything to do with those people. It's bums and junkies. It's hard to imagine thinking that turning to meth would be a way out of a financial situation. Right, right. You could argue, well, they're miserable. They're just trying to numb themselves. Okay. All right. I, I would suggest that a society that makes it as easy to pos- as possible to be a junkie is going to get more junkies. Anyway, why don't we just call it the people on the streets update? We don't have theme music or anything, and we don't need it, Michael. So don't. <laughs> Unless you want to. Yeah. Evidently, he wants to. So I'm just going to move swiftly, Jack. Comment uh, as much or as little as you like. Uh, headline in the L.A. Times. L.A. agencies returned $150 million in federal homelessness funds uh, between 2015 and 2020. Uh, more than 85% of the returned funds were earmarked for sorely needed permanent supportive housing. <clears throat> the takeaway from this story, the uh, L.A. Uh, housing and urban development people returned more than $29 million to the feds during a six-year period. Uh, returned more than 82, I'm sorry, the Housing Authority returned more than $82 million, and the L.A. County Development Authority returned nearly $38 million. Now, okay. do we need all three of those agencies dealing with this problem? Yeah, probably not. But what's going on here? You rarely do people return money. So what's what's happening there? The explanations are essentially, number one, the rental market is so crazy and so hard to access. They just couldn't find places that made any sense to house people. Uh, the... Uh, HUD's rigid and complex funding system made it difficult to spend funds quickly or reallocate money that can't be used for its initial purpose. Uh, you know, federal constraints, in other words. Um, and just the complexity, uh, the county authority cited insufficient workable housing units and client referrals, poor credit and rental histories among the homeless population, program attrition, whatever that means, landlords' unwillingness to rent to homeless people. Yeah, that's because they destroy the property. I have multiple examples of that. Hotels that said, yeah, we're empty because of COVID. Yeah, well, we'll house uh, some of the homeless people. Mm-hmm. And they just get destroyed. So, anyway. That huge amount of money being thrown at the problem and much more to come, a lot of it, they just don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Moving along, El Cajon, which is a beautiful town just east of San Diego, if you don't know it, has been inundated with homeless transients. And it's not a big town. It's 105,000 people. Um In an interview with the California Globe, El Cajon City Manager Graham Mitchell and Police Chief Mike Moulton said the county is saturating El Cajon with homeless and hotel vouchers with no prior notice or warning to the city. Oh, wow. Essentially, San Diego proper and their their radical mayor, Todd Gloria, are taking all the homeless people, putting them on buses and shipping them to El Cajon. Isn't that the thing that DeSantis did that was seen as horrible? Well, yeah, except there's no argument that El Cajonians hold the purse strings of the state and, and are in charge of policy and the rest of it. Right. Um, like you could certainly make the argument, Blue Cities and, and Washington, D.C. and the rest of it, that we're feeling all the pain and we're begging you for help and you're not doing anything about it. You can't really make nope. that argument, San Diego to El Cajon. Nope. 
Uh, <clears throat> the chief is talking about uh, crime has exploded. This is terrible. People have extensive criminal records. They're sending them to El Cajon, sticking them in hotels now. El Cajon police say they found four people using the motel vouchers with extensive criminal histories and felony warrants. You got drug sales, child endangerment, DUI, firearms, etc. And so El Cajon is contacting the county and saying, what the hell are you doing to us? <clears throat> so, again, the great, brave, newly liberal city government of San Diego, which for the longest time was a bastion of conservatism, a, a little blot of red, a very beautiful blot of red, and a blue state is now swung blue. And, and so now their solution is ship the bums to El Cajon. They won't know what to do with them. Beautiful. Portland, Oregon, up the coast. Ten people who have mobility disabilities or care for people, folks in wheelchairs, in in essence, are suing the city of Portland for violating the Americans with Disabilities Act. Why? The city has failed to remove homeless camps and debris from sidewalks, preventing the handicapped Oregonians from having full access to safe sidewalks Uh, and walkways. That's clever. That's clever because you, you for what for for stupid reasons you can't claim that my ten year old kid would like to be able to walk down the sidewalk. That's not good enough. But if you can claim you're blocking people in a wheelchair, you might have uh, you might have some leverage, right? Or saying this is ruining the business that I spent my lifetime building. No, they they don't have any interest in that. But yeah, the the folks in wheelchairs, and you know, not only is it a great strategy, it, it rings perfectly true. I mean, you're in an electric electric wheelchair or something. you got to go off the sidewalk and go in the street for two blocks because there's a giant junkie camp that's being uh, permitted well, to Well, uh, I to have exist. to do that, but it doesn't matter. Right, right. And, of course, in Oregon, like California, like Washington State, if you're beautiful, popular, beloved, historic restaurant or whatever has, you know, a... a, a too many steps for the regulations. They'll shut you down. Your business will no longer exist. But if you're a junkie, you can violate handicapped people's light rights all day long. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but wait, there's more. Sonoma County, California, has seen after spending a, a, in a 40... Th- I'm sorry. Uh, they spent how much money? It's a tremendous amount of money. Uh, 550% increase in homeless spending in the last three years by Sonoma County and the city of Santa Rosa. Um, together, they spent an unprecedented $44 million on housing homeless people at pandemic shelter sites throughout the first 15 months of the pandemic. Their homeless population has grown by 5% over the last two years. Isn't the number one... I don't know if it's number one, but very high up on the knocks on Gavin Newsom. If he if he actually runs for president, whoever's running against him, how do you just not say your state has half the homeless people in the country? Yeah, that's because of how high housing prices, which is from government policy too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will be interesting. Saw a great meme the other day. Uh, we are going to spend however, whatever it takes to solve the homelessness problem. Gavin Newsom, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, etc., etc. Mm. Yeah. Facing a population explosion in New York City's shelter system, driven largely by a months-long flood of migrant asylum seekers, 
Mayor Eric Adams on Wednesday seemed to call into question the city's unique right to shelter, which has been guaranteed by court order for over 35 years. In short, every person who seeks a bed must be given one, no matter how many and where they come from. Mr. Adams citing a new and unforeseen reality that, quote, no city official advocate or court could have ever contemplated. You should have asked Texas. Uh, in which 11,000 migrants have entered the shelter system since May, said that the system was nearing its breaking point and the city's prior practices we really, really need to reassess. The good news is, and the brilliance of the quote-unquote stunts by Abbott and DeSantis and Ducey, is that now people are noticing. Now they understand. Now they're paying attention. Got an interesting little update on the hurricane you might not know about as the coverage goes on today. Tom Hanks says he's only made four good movies in his career. What? Um, and uh, they better his choices better agree with mine, or I'm going to hate him. <laughs> if you didn't sell your NFTs, I have some bad news for you. Oh, my uh, reclining AP Yacht Club is it's I got it right over here. I was going to put it on the market. I was going to retire off the earnings of the. This NFT. Yeah, if you didn't sell them already, bad news. Among other things on the way, I hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Representative... Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here to help make this a reality. You know where Jackie is? She's dead. She's been dead for a while. She died in a car wreck back in August. That's where Jackie is, President Biden. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that one of those situations where he just didn't uh, either didn't get informed right of what was going on, or he's an old man and missed her, or something like that? It's the way things um, confirm a narrative. That's where you get into trouble as a politician. If you're old enough to remember the Dan Quayle potato incident where he's at a school and was potato spelled wrong on the card that was handed to him or something? I don't remember what. Something like that. Yeah. The the story that emerged because he already had a rep of being dumb or incompetent and was he couldn't spell potato. If Barack Obama had done exactly the same thing, it would have merely been funny, right? Because nobody pegged Barack Obama as dumb. Uh, this sort of thing could happen with a different president and be a little uncomfortable. But with Biden, who seems dimly aware of where he is and regularly turns around to shake hands with the air and stuff like that. And we'll play that clip again. Clip we just played. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Where's she with, make this where's, a reality. with God, sir? Where's Jackie? Referring to Representative Jackie Wolorowski, who died in a car accident in August. The White House was going to play a tribute video for her during the event that he was supposed to set up. But he, where, where is Jackie? You know what I think it is? Is uh, I've I've read accounts of great politicians, and one of the things they're great at is remembering people's names. So when you go to the you know whatever county in your district uh, for the barbecue fundraiser, and you see Jim again, and you say, "Jim, how you been?" All of a sudden, Jim thinks, "Oh my God, the governor knows my name. He recognized me on sight." You get loyalty that way, and I think the old glad hander remembered. Oh, that's right. This is Jackie's district. Where is Jackie? I said, hey, Esther. 
I Esther's got, dead too, sir. I gotta believe a lot of the people he used to know are dead by now. Oof. <laughs> uh, he's old. Oh, well, that made me sad. Uh, it's not a Category 5 hurricane yet, but why is that a thing? I'm kind of wondering. It's two miles per hour short. Is it really... Nope, doesn't count. Is nope. it really different to talk about 157 mile an hour winds versus 155 mile an hour winds, which they currently have in the hurricane cow. barreling down on Florida? So as soon as it hits Category 5, it is now a Category 5, Jim. It was a Category 4 by two non-noticeable miles per hour earlier. But I'll tell you what it is. is an SAH, a scary-ass hurricane, no matter how you slice it or what the number you put on it. Yipes. So, Tom Hanks says he only made four good films in his career so far, and he doesn't name what they are. Oh, yeah, bastard. That's a tease without a payoff. It's got to be Forrest Gump, right? You'd think. Uh, Joe versus the Volcano, clearly. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Yeah. So, the, those are two. I think those. I think everybody would agree those two are on the list. What are the other two? I don't know. Castaway. The Burbs. <laughs> what do you think of Castaway? That's that's on the list. Clearly it is. I don't know if I've seen it. Is that the uh, volleyball stuck on an island movie? Yeah, yeah. It won the Oxer, didn't it? I don't, I don't know. Because I, I don't care. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? Uh, Bachelor I think, Party? Oh, shut up, Michael. Philadelphia? Um, <laughs> oh. He, he won the Oscar for Best Actor for Philadelphia and Forrest Gump back-to-back years. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. That yeah. could be. I don't know. I didn't like that movie. Streets of Philadelphia. You didn't? I didn't see it. Man with One Red Shoe. I don't remember that movie. Anyway. Mm. Big. Big was charming. Yeah. Oh. Do we have room in our lives for charming anymore? This this actually I thought was kind of interesting what he said. No one knows how a movie is made, though everyone thinks they do. I've made a ton of movies, and four of them are good. I think I'm still amazed at how films come together. From a flicker of an idea, though, the flickering image on the screen, the whole process is a miracle. He did not divulge which four films he was referring to. Um, When I read Woody Allen's autobiography, which is fantastic if you like Woody Allen at all, but he talks so much about getting the script right, and he talks about various movies of his that didn't work because the script wasn't right, and um, I I can't nail it down like I'm not smart enough, but there are kids' movies that my kids watch, like it'll show up on Disney or Netflix, and they never made it to the theater, and often they have big stars in them and cool music, and you know, they thought they had a hit on their hands. But you watch it, and it just doesn't hold together. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, something wrong. Right, And right. Uh, you can't put your finger on it, and that's I guess that's the whole script problem. Yeah, I guess. I, I read a column by, I think it was one of your big directors of the 90s or two, early 2000s, like Barry Sonnenfeld or one of those guys. Don't quote me, but... Um, and he was talking about, as a guy who had made many movies, including giant hits and award winners and the rest of it, he said, sometimes you get to the end and you just can't put it together. Mm. It just doesn't hang together and you can't figure out why. Oh, okay, so they, they have you trouble edit, too. And you re-edit and, and you re-script and you reshoot and it just doesn't hang together. Okay, so that's the magic nobody knows how to do it that Tom Hanks is talking about. Yeah, I think so. Even the even the people that get paid to do it aren't quite sure why it didn't work. Yeah, you get to, everything goes right. You're super excited. Then you cut the thing up and you, you splice it together and all, and you got a bad movie. Interesting. Uh, I didn't get to the why you should have sold your NFTs, but that and other stuff on the way. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Take a look at this. Is it something bad, Dr. Carlton? You know what it is? Well, there's no doubt about what it is, Don. Those little corkscrew things are the germs of syphilis. Syphilis? Gosh, Doctor, I... Now, take it easy. It isn't the end of the world for you. We can cure syphilis, especially if we find it in the early stages, such as yours. Mm. Syphilis? Gosh, Doctor! Now, calm down. It's not the end of the world. Settle down, Johnny. Don't make me slap you. <laughs> so that is from uh, a VD, as we used to call it, venereal disease, uh, educational film entitled The Innocent Party. How about you quit running around with tramps, Johnny? <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the line from the Cheap Trick song, Surrender? Mother told me, yes, she showed me I'd meet girls like you. She also told me, stay away, you never know what you'll catch. Mm. That's it. Uh, anyway, so uh, there's more to that. Yeah, I was going to talk into the current boom in syphilis. It's uh, the going, th- everybody's getting it. That uh, is one of the best examples of actual misogyny that you can come up with. I think all kinds of things are called misogyny that aren't fair. But that one, the the, the way that it always portrayed as the disease is spread by the, the, the whorish woman. As opposed to the guy going around spreading the disease around. I mean, it's just that's interesting that became such a cultural thing. Yeah, I think partly because men were expected to be somewhat like that. Right. Whereas it's a shock if a woman's, you know, had so many partners. Well, all all you have to have is one partner and then another one. Yes, exactly. 
Right. Anyway, uh, let's uh, before we get into the current syphilis boom, I'm really enjoying the VD film. Uh, let's uh, plunge on, Michael, with clip nine. Are you sure it's syphilis, Doctor? The dark field examination is proof enough. We'll also run a blood test on you before you leave. I don't know. I don't know how I got it. I haven't done anything. Don, let's be straightforward about this. I'm not here to make a moral judgment, but you and I know that it was contracted through sexual intercourse with an infected person. Well, I heard you could get something like this from home from a toilet seat or something. About as much chance as being hit by a meteor. Hmm. That's some plain talk from the doc. I appreciate that. I heard you could get syphilis from a toilet seat. (laughs) Johnny, I will bring you to your knees if you don't quit with that crap. I will put your lights out. Johnny, you're a moron. (laughs) You don't understand the way diseases work at all. All right, give us us the final clip, Michael. I'm I'm loving, loving this. But suppose she had undetected syphilis, like the primary shaker, also will disappear even without treatment. Well, you'd find it for sure when you had a blood test before you got married. They'd discover it there. Now, that would be a lovely wedding present for a girl to discover that she had syphilis a few days before the wedding. (laughs) She might go for years thinking that she's all right. Then, before she knows what's happening to her, she goes insane or becomes a hopeless cripple. Oh. You say there is no other girl, Don. But if you're lying to protect a girl, just consider what it might cost her. But she might not even have it. You can't take that risk. Only a doctor can tell you for sure. She's a nice girl, doctor. I don't want her to have to go through all this if she doesn't have to. All right, Don. It's your decision. But if you're the young man I think you are, you'll bring that girl in to see me. I have to think about it, doctor. I've got to have time to think about it. All right, Johnny, but that slut girlfriend of yours could be spreading it around to more of your friends. <laughs> oh, boy. And or don't be a baby. Tell your, your freaking girlfriend you got a disease. Of course, you know, people weren't nearly as frank back then as, as they are now about, hey, you don't have a choice. You don't have to think about it. Call you her think, right now while I'm sitting here. You think that's an easy thing to do, to call your girlfriend oh, no. and say I gave you a disease by cheating on you? Oh, no, not at all. That's not, not an easy all. thing to do. Oh, boy. Maybe it was the toilet seat. Let's right. say, come on, people get hit by meteors. Come on, Johnny, on her wedding day. <laughs> That's a heck of a gift to give a girl two days before her wedding. Tell her she has syphilis. <laughs> so syphilis is making a comeback in the United States in 2021. Total oh, cases. That's yes. why we're talking about it. Syphilis is making a comeback. Yes, indeed. Uh, cases uh, surged 27% to a 30-year high of 171,000 known cases you know, from the, interest- the CDC. The interesting thing has always been about uh, sexually transmitted diseases. If you have a certain lifestyle, you don't have to worry about it at all. Right. Oh, yeah, right. The spike is part of a concerning trend of rising sexually transmitted infections, but syphilis is particularly worrisome because it can mimic other infections, and some people don't even know they have it. Even among doctors, knowledge of the disease is low. Here's my question. If I don't know I have it, does it make any difference? (laughs) Ugh. So uh, let's deal with the symptoms first, Jack. Okay. Syphilis is caused by a bacteria called unpronounceable. The early symptoms are one or more concave sores that typically appear in the mouth or genitals. Ah, the mouth. About, about three weeks after sexual contact with an infected person. Oh, boy. 
says the uh, professor at the University of Southern California, blah, 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 Jeffrey Klausner, can be in the back of the throat. It can be inside the vagine. It can be in the rectum. People may not be very aware of it at all. They quote one doctor who said, I, I was, uh, I Ooh. took, you know, years of classes and they spent 10 minutes on syphilis. Luckily, my sores are convex. Jeez, <laughs> oh, shut up. It's terrible. <laughs> now, here's the insidious part. Johnny. Experts say the sores are typically painless. They can last three to six weeks and will disappear without treatment. There you go. So you're fine, except you're not fine at all. A few weeks after the first sores go away, you're still infectious. And you'll go insane. (laughs) Well, eventually. Second phase of the infection typically sets in with a rash on your hands or feet. Other symptoms can include fever, swollen lymph glands, sore throat, headaches, patchy hair loss, muscle aches, and fatigue. The rash can also be so faint you don't notice it. If a person is never treated, Johnny, they could experience a third phase weeks or years after contracting the disease, which can damage organs, leading to neurological problems, heart issues, loss of sight, and death. At this point, the disease is no longer infectious, but that's kind of a moot point, as you are deadish. I gotta Google something. Okay. Um, says the one doctor I mentioned. There are fewer and fewer syphilis experts. I was in a full. I was a full-time medical school teacher at UCLA for ten years. We gave about fifteen minutes to syphilis. There it is. Uh, famous people that died of syphilis. Wow, I know that's a thing. Hmm. Um, it's a fine category to be in. Uh, Don't they think Mozart was? Uh, yeah, allegedly? I, think, I think he might have had it. Mussolini died of syphilis. I thought he died of being hung upside down by his heels. Cortez and, and shot. Cortez and Columbus all died. I guess this is just people who had syphilis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the bullets killed Mussolini. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that's it's what did like him in. died with COVID or of COVID. <laughs> right. He died. died with syphilis. Right. And they're claiming that uh, Hitler had syphilis and Lincoln had syphilis? No. Lincoln didn't have syphilis. I've never heard that, and don't I'm a Lincoln s- file. I've read thousands of pages. Don't you say that about my Mary Todd. So, uh, anyway, where were we? Oh, they do talk about congenital syphilis, because a mother can pass it to a baby, which oh, is terrible. Oh, wow, yeah, come on. Um, in 2012, there were 334 babies born with congenital syphilis, 334. In 2021, there were 2,700. Seven-fold increase. Yeah. Why? And who's most at risk? It's interesting. We'll get to that after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, who can do nothing to protect you from syphilis. On the other hand, they can help protect you against break-ins, robberies, fire, medical emergencies, even flooding, because you customize Simply Safe's fabulous home security technology, state of the art, to your needs and what you need to be protected against. If Simply Safe detects that you have syphilis, they'll send the police right to your home. No, they won't do that. 24-7 professional monitoring, and the moment a threat is detected, they'll dispatch police or fire responders in emergency or whatever their emergency requires. Uh, Simply Safe blankets your home to protection. It's really amazing, and it's something you go online, you order it, it comes to your house, and you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, customize the perfect system for your home in a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. If you go today and use our code, you can claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong and yeah, you click around and then design the system for yourself and it's less than a dollar a day or, you know, plans start at less than a dollar a day. So simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Uh, so uh, back to syphilis. Any sexually active person could contract syphilis and the risk is highest among those who have multiple partners. 
Yeah. Uh, the CDC recommends regular testing among sexually active gay and bisexual men, people with HIV, and those taking uh, pr- so-called PrEP drugs to help prevent HIV. Syphilis testing should also be done during pregnancy. Um, but it, there's a huge outbreak among uh, gay fellas uh, because fewer people are using condoms because they're not as afraid of HIV AIDS gotcha. as they used to be. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, be careful. Oh, 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 one more thing. They also pointed toward a relationship between the rise in opioid and especially methamphetamine addiction in the United States, which is associated with risky sexual practices. Do you remember, Jack, you talked to a cop who said, when you bust a meth house, you're going to find, what was it, three things? Clutter, porn, and more clutter. Um, Something like that. Uh, Yeah. Dang it. Okay, so that explains a lot of it. So it's tied into, like a lot of things aren't currently, the explosion in meth use, because it makes you crazed for the sex. Yeah. And I know a guy who's a meth head, and he said, you can't even imagine. I think he said the orgasm was a thousand times better. Well, that's pretty hard to, you know, twice <laughs> as good would be uh, appealing. A thousand My times- brains would be all over the walls. <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding? I, I don't know if I could take it. But, yeah, okay, well, that probably explains it. I just went to a website, claims George Washington died of syphilis. Did he? No. 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 At least, no, they don't think so. They think it was a strep infection. Okay. But it might have been syphilis, Johnny. Yeah, so that's a fruitless Google search. They just give you a list of every historical figure you've ever heard of and claim they died of syphilis. Right, right. Clickbait. It's like uh, I tried one of those net worth things. What is the net worth of somebody? Oh, right. And if you search the same person three times, you get three different numbers. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's phony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course they are. Um, it's kind of like my kids are really into the test of which house you would be in at Hogwarts. No. And there's yeah. a gazillion of those, and they're all different, which, you know, yeah, I don't want to yeah. ruin that for them, but. Coming up, gonorrhea. Stay with us. (laughs) Um, First legal challenge to Biden's college loan bailout that hopefully will put an end to it, if you haven't heard about that, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A libertarian group in California is filing a legal challenge to President Biden's plan for student debt cancellation. The Pacific Legal Foundation calls the proposal an illegal overreach that would increase state tax burdens for some Americans who get their debt forgiven. It's believed to be the first lawsuit targeting the plan. It was filed in Indiana, one of several states planning to tax any student debt canceled by so, the president so if you've been following the, the the legal angle of this most people just reject it on the just incredible absurdity of the fairness of it not to mention the fact that one guy the president can spend a half a trillion dollars that's not the way our system's supposed to work uh as being reasons enough but you know how lawyers are you gotta have a legal reason for everything just saying that stupid doesn't work um <laughs> And so everybody's wondering, who's going to have standing to actually sue over this? Who's, I, can't, I can't just sue and say, I don't like this, it's stupid. <laughs> um, You've you got to have legal standing. So the Pacific Legal Foundation, who we're friends with, and we're going to have a representative on tomorrow, we'll get into this you know, in a more smarty pants sort of way. Um, the, the, they found this lawyer who has outstanding student loans who claims he'll be hit with additional state taxes as a result of Biden administration's program. How strong that case is, I don't have the slightest idea. Yeah, we actually got a great email from frequent correspondent Paolo saying, wait a minute, taxpayers who are footing the bill, and you spread it over the the population, it's a significant chunk of money. They don't have standing, but the people who get the loans forgiven and therefore will have tax liability, they do. That's interesting. Hmm. Also got this text, as I mentioned, my fifth grader is starting to play the drums. First lesson tomorrow, picked up the drum yesterday. First off, drums, good luck, Jack. We're a trombone and euphorium family. Speak up, I can't hear you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I think that would be a euphonium. Okay, I don't know how to say it. What is a it's euphonium? A f- it's, uh, it's, uh, um... Is that the tuba? The fancy tuba? No. Um, I I think it's like a smaller tuba, like a what's the what's the other thing, a baritone something or other, mm. a baritone. Yeah, I think it's in that family. Oh, and I, I mentioned earlier, I said I have, uh, my favorite Democrat currently is Kirsten Cinema, and uh, oh, yeah. I yeah. should admit to how wrong I was about her, and I judged her for ridiculous reasons because she's a bisexual who wears thigh high boots. On the House floor or Senate floor, I thought she's a wackadoodle, but she is by far a grown-up, serious-thinking, reasonable person, and um, she might, I think she's my favorite Democrat. Oh, my God. You know, I, uh, I expect the other side to mislead me and such, and I understand politics, but I remember when she was running against, uh, who was it? Doesn't matter. 
Uh, the the knock on her is she is a far left extremist Democrat. She is definitely not. No, she's not. She's nothing like that. Uh, and the reason I bring it up is she doubled down on her support for uh, the filibuster and not doing away with it. And and she talked the other day about how she's becoming friends with Mitch McConnell and they're trying to work together. And of course, she got killed for that. And uh, a number of people pointing out, I don't remember all this media shade when John McCain displayed bipartisanship. No, he was a he was a, a hero and a maverick and uh, dances to his own tune, his own man. But right. when Kirsten Cinema does it, she's got to be you know primaried and driven out of office, or anyway, Joe Manchin, or Joe Manchin. Anyway, that's yeah. enough of that. My son, who's playing the drums, I'm going to take him across the street to meet a neighbor probably this afternoon. So I live in a little cul-de-sac sort of area, uh, and across the street had noticed many times over the time that I've lived in there, an elderly woman sitting in the big window. They got a big, like, goes to the floor to the ceiling sort of window in their house, hmm. and there was an elderly woman sitting in a wheelchair there, like all day long, every day. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, and I often thought, oh, geez, you know, and I, I wouldn't even like want to look over there because it was just, you know, just seemed sad and hard, uh, rough to think about or contemplate or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on there. Well, so yes. And this has been going on for many, many months. Um, yesterday, uh, a, a woman comes up on my sidewalk and says, uh, hey. I wondered if you could come across the street. I take care of the woman across the street, and she sees you playing with your boys all the time and walking your dogs, and she'd like to meet you. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Lovely. And so uh, I go across the street, and uh, she's right in the front door because it's a really nice day. And um, she introduces herself, and she is, I, I had assumed it was somebody who was pretty out of it, probably, sitting in the window mm-hmm. all day long. Not the case at all. She was completely with it, physically in a wheelchair, and seems to be pretty um, limited. But mentally, just completely with it, been living in that house since it was brand new 50 years ago, wow. and, uh, and and was a school teacher, and blah, 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 and we talked for quite a while, and she'd like to meet my kids, so I'm going to bring uh, Henry over later today, which I'm sure will be pretty awesome for her, be awesome for my kid, too, but... Yeah, yeah, what a beautiful thing. Yeah, if you're familiar with the John Prine song, Hello in there, it is kind of one of those. It's the, you know, you pass the old person on the street and maybe say hello to them and ask them a little bit about their life, because there's a lot going on in there, but they get ignored a lot. We just, people reach a certain age. I, I, uh, uh, this therapist friend of mine who's in his 70s, he said, you become invisible. He said, when you become your, in your 70s, like, people don't even notice you or look away or something. And I, you know, I literally just said I would look away from the fact mm. that she's sitting over there in the window, which I'm not proud of. But Yeah, boy, we could go on and on about why that happens. Uh, obviously, a lot of it is we don't want to accept that that's our own future if we're lucky enough to live that long. I guess. I don't know. I, I assume that's what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm at the age now where, generally speaking, my friends aren't passing away. But some of like my older friends or their their spouses or whatever, they might be. Um, and I've been to a couple of memorial services lately, and uh, for people I barely knew or didn't know at all, but it was a spouse or something. Sure, we were paying our respects. And I came away thinking, oh my god, what an interesting person. What yeah, the, I wish I'd met them. Right. Yeah, somebody who lives 70, 80, 90 years, they got 70, 80, 90 years, years of stories and experience of all kinds. If you ever miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. 
Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.